Hey guys, this is Robert from Limitless Broadcasting. And Sammy. I was getting to you. (laughs) But we wanted to tell you some exciting news. We are going to be at the Indiana Comic Con, March 22nd through the 24th. That's going to be at the Indianapolis or... Indiana Convention Center. In Indianapolis, let's say that. (laughs) So if you are going to the convention, please come over to the Limitless Broadcasting booth Mm -hmm. and say hello. Yeah, I believe it was booth 1710. 1710. Yes, so it's a huge convention. Yeah. Probably the biggest one I think we've been to. Yeah, this is going to be like Megacon. Yeah, unfortunately, I will not be there in person. Robbie will be there but he's going to have some uh, fun friends with him. Yes. Including, I believe, from Pixie Dust Twins, Ashley. First con for her. And so if you're there, ask us about Rant Radio because you can win $1,000 from Limitless Broadcasting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very excited about that. And who doesn't love a good rant? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we will, or I guess I should say Robbie, will see you soon at the Indiana Comic Convention. And what days... Are you going to be there one more time? Uh, we're going to be there the 22nd through the 24th of March. Mm-hmm. So we'll see you guys there soon. We'll see you there. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the Limitless Broadcasting Network. All it takes is faith and trust. Oh, And something I forgot. Dust. Just a little bit of pixie dust. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Sammy. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Shall we begin? It's time to get things started on the most sensational, inspirational, celebrational, motivational show. Welcome, Pixie Dusters. We're your favorite hosts. I'm Simi. And I'm Ashley. Welcome to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast featuring Dan. Hey, how's it going? And produced by Lamilla's Broadcasting. Make sure you check out our social media after the show. Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and TikTok. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited for today's episode. We are talking about 101 Dalmatians. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do you know know that Dalmatians are actually a, like, they are a breed that are more aggressive than people think? I I have heard that. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm not surprised. Well, 101 Dalmatians, the cartoon, like, tricked us all. We all thought Dalmatians were, like, these easygoing, cutesy Mm -hmm. dogs, but they're actually very protective. They're very territorial. Mm -hmm. They actually were... Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. That's Um, literally my sister's Dalmatian. That's exactly how she is. She is a a little fire breather. they did not do us justice with this. They Mm-mm. they tricked us. Yeah, they did not explain it well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. We're gonna live in the Dalmatian world. So Sammy, yes, take it away. Cute, cute, cute. Yeah. Yes. So, in case you have no idea what this movie is about, although I don't know how you would know what this movie is about, but 
An evil high fashion designer plots to steal Dalmatian puppies in order to make an extravagant fur coat, but ex- creates an extravagant mess instead. That's a good. I like that description. Yeah, Thank you, IMDb. Good. It was cute. I liked it. So we've got a lot of taglines for bored. this movie. It's a lot. So first one, spot remover. I don't know. I feel like no. I'm not no. understanding. Okay. <laughs> I don't get it either. Okay. Uh, second one, bad to the bone. That's good. I yeah. like that one. Very dog themed. Yes. Uh, next one, 101 Dalmatians. Catch them while you can. It's like a okay, Pokemon is- reference. Or- kind of Pokemon I That's what I got from it. I was like, is this supposed to be a Pokemon thing? Catch them all. That's what I, yeah. yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah. Uh, next one is puppy love. Which is cute. Not bad, not bad. Yeah, it's cute. Uh, who are you call in spot? Okay, I get Dalmatians have spot, but <laughs> none of them are named spot. I was right. going to ask, did I miss it? And it's Thank like, you. Thank you. Because I was like, was one of them spot? Because I think I missed that dog. Okay, so it's literally <laughs> just because they have spots. Sure. All right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, Disney. Uh, which, going into the next one, beauty spots. That kind Again, of Again, not enough information. But it kind of ties in because, you know, Corella likes the spots for her right. coat and stuff. So fashion yeah, spots. Doesn't no. doesn't, doesn't work for a tagline, in my opinion. Yeah, well, you know, that's why they have so many. Yeah. Next one is so many dogs, so little time. Eh. I mean, I, it's I, not I, bad. It's just kind I of. I don't there. understand the so little time part. That's like. my thing too. I was just gonna say I'm not entirely sure I'm getting the so little time thing mm-hmm. necessarily, yeah. but okay. I don't get the next one either. I don't. We're gonna roll with it, <laughs> and I don't understand it. But this time, the magic is real. I is this is a it because it's a live action? Because it's a live action? Maybe. Oh, probably is what they that's were what thinking. Would, that's what ah. I Good job, Dan. This is why we need yeah. you on the show. Because I was like, I what? That's true. This was actually the first live action. I know. Everybody yeah. likes to pretend it was, you know, in the what, like two thousands when they really started I them. But I always uh-uh. thought it was pirates, but it wasn't. It was one of actually before this. I think it was before this one. They did a um, Jungle Book. It was like Mowgli. Can't remember what. Yeah, that, that doesn't count. It doesn't count. Who watches that? I don't think anybody. Hey, I technically, like that that's in kid. the universe. That was a good movie as a kid. Really? When he like Mowgli when he's an adult? You mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's. I think, I'm pretty sure he's Kara an adult. Kara yeah. I think it's that movie. The bad guy. Yeah. yeah. I love that movie. Well, there you go. Dan is mm-hmm. a fan of the Mowgli movie, which I think yeah. did come out before this. So. Yeah. yeah, not the yeah, one when he was a kid, was... not the live action when he was a kid. Like, yeah, okay, mm-hmm. we were talking about the same one, right? Yeah, the nineties one. This is the from nineties one or eighties. I don't know the one where they had Mowgli as an adult and yeah, Carrie Elvis was the bad guy. I'm pretty sure he was an I've adult in that one, so I don't yeah. know. Okay. I think he was an adult. Yes, I believe. I believe we're talking about the same thing. Yeah. So I made a mistake earlier. I forgot about this being a live action when mm-hmm. I was talking to somebody earlier, like last week, and I said. Pirates was the first live action based off of either a ride or a movie. And it was not. No. No one Dalmatians. No. I needed, I don't remember who I was talking to. So Mm-mm. I'm sorry. No. Nope. I, I have been corrected. Yeah. Would uh, Hook technically be considered that? But Hook wasn't well, a Disney movie, though. Hook wasn't okay. Disney. Yeah. So wasn't Disney. So. Yeah. Exactly. I'd love to count it, but it's, it is not Disney. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Last tagline. This Thanksgiving, the world is going to the dogs. That's cute. That is a cute one to tie into the holiday. Because it was released on November 27, 1996. On my mom's birthday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We went and saw it for her birthday. Well, it's a good choice to go see. Yes. Mm -hmm. Cool. So, director Stephen Herrick. Writers. Dottie. 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 Probably. Dottie Dottie Smith. Dottie. And John Hughes. That's adorable. There he is. Which again, I was like, wait, some cues. No idea. Okay. All right. So our cast, as we've said multiple times, Glenn Close is our Corella Deville. Perfect. Jeff Daniels. I know. I agree. Jeff Daniels is Roger Dearly. Mm -hmm. Julie Richardson was a needle. Anita Campbell Green Dearly. (laughs) When they got married, it's a lot. Just Anita. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Anita. I wanted to remember to mention this, that Jolie Richardson is Natasha, Natasha Richardson's sister. Yep. So I growing like I think when I was a teenager, I thought it was Natasha Richardson because Same. they're sisters. They and they look alike. Yeah. yeah. Like well, in my lot. mind, I was like, I know it's not her, but she reminds me of her. And That's then I come exactly. later on. Yeah. Later in yeah. years, I'm like, OK, she's their sister. I'm like, I got to make sure I point this out because they look alike. They, they do. really do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to pull up a picture for myself. So I remember. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They I, look I'm a pretty lot sure alike. I thought that was Natasha back then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's not. It's Julie. Yep. Yeah. Which Julie's in a lot of things. I like Julie. She is. Mm-hmm. I like her too as an actress. Yeah. Uh, we've got Joan Plowright as Nanny. Hugh mm-hmm. Laurie is Jasper. My man. I love Hugh Laurie. Love, love, love. love it. Part of me just likes this movie just to see him. I know. I like- well, I remember watching House for the first time. I'm like, I like I, right away. I'm like, that Jasper. Bro. What, what is wrong with you? It. Why are you in House? <laughs> Where's your accent? What is happening? Right, right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually watched House first and then went back and watched Hunter One Dalmatians and then I recognized him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I mean, as a child, I definitely was not going to remember or have right, any idea yeah, who Hugh Laurie is. Yeah. So now right. I yeah. definitely appreciate this a bit face. more. Mm-hmm. I knew the face when I first right, saw him. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. I know He's got that a very face. Why do I know face? that? Face? He does. Yes. Yeah, very mm-hmm. recognizable. Yeah. And Mark Williams is Horace. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Another classic. Love, mm-hmm. love, 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 love. Yeah. So hard for me to separate him from Harry Potter, but I do like him in this movie too. And John Shrapnel was Mr. Skinner. Tim McInerney. Uh, Irony, I don't know. It was Alonzo and Hugh Fraser was Frederick. So kind of runs at our, our cast mm-hmm. for this. And I have yeah, a bit more trivia for this one than I did the last couple movies <laughs> that we talked about. So all in all, 230 Dalmatian puppies and 20 adult Dalmatians were used during filming. That's a it was lot just of Dalmatians. Like, Holy cow. That's a lot of puppies. The puppies. process of filming that, I can't imagine. And puppies are just the probably the most unruly. They're um, everywhere. Oh my gosh, yeah. Everywhere. I cannot imagine. I just, I can't. Even just watching the scenes where they're filming them just running through like the doorways and stuff, just, just like a parade yes. of puppies. Like, yes. that had to be a stressful process. Yes. But I you know what? Stressful. I love to have just sat there and let them all run around on top of me. Exactly. Right. And like, I'll be the puppy wrangler. Come to me, puppies. Mm-hmm. I will watch them. Of I course. adopt them all. 
<laughs> That's what I would definitely want to do. Yes. Uh, okay. So when Glenn Close appeared on set as Corella in her full wig, makeup, and costume, one of the dogs that played Purdy repeatedly tried to sneak away. So she she was um, not about I this. Too. <laughs> She's like, no, no, you are not a nice person. I do not like you. No, 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 no. Writer and producer John Hughes made more money from this movie than any other movie in his career because his contract gave him a piece of the merchandising uh, profits. Ah, there it is. That makes sense. And they That's made where all the money comes from right there. Yep, and they made 17,000 items of merchandising for this movie. Jeez. This is like peak Disney merchandising yeah. right here. Absolutely. It started with the Lion King and they were like, mm-hmm. we can make lots of money from these oh, children's. Yeah. So here we go mm-hmm. on the things. Yep. Yes. So very Dog. good job, John Hughes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Horace and Jasper's appearances and personalities are based on Harry and Marv from Home Alone. Of course. I can see that. Yes. Duh. And John Which, Hughes. So, yeah. Also makes sense because we just talked about Home Alone. Yep, right. Right. Time. I love all these like tie-in things. Yes. Mm-hmm. And despite her character's passion for fur coats, Glenn Close insisted that her costumes be made from fake fur. I would hope so. I would hope so, too. Yes. Please don't be that person. Yes. Please don't. Please don't. This just made me laugh. Jeff Daniels said that on more than one occasion, he heard an authoritative voice on the dog-strewn set shout, sit, and immediately plopped himself into a chair, only to be told, not you, Jeff. Not you. (laughs) I thought that was great. I love that little thing. I love Jeff Daniels. I know. It just made me laugh. Daniels. It was great. He's de- he definitely has a golden retrieval retriever dude energy. Mm-hmm. That's so <laughs> true. Does. He really does. That is so true. He was just great in this role. I loved it. Uh-huh. What's the term now? Golden retriever boyfriend? Like, he's that mm-hmm. in the 90s. I haven't heard that. Golden retriever boyfriend? And it's a Gen Z thing, I think. Oh, well, I mean, like growing up, you you had the personality types, and Golden Retriever was a personality type. True, and true. I was always mm-hmm. a Golden Retriever every time they made me take the stupid test. <laughs> Fair enough. I wonder why. Back then, I get it. Now, I don't know if I'd be a Golden Retriever. I'd have to retake the test. I know we should mm-hmm. retake all and see what kind of dog we are. Yeah, take, oh, wow, take all those different. It wasn't a dog one. It was like golden retriever lion oh right different animals like yeah different animals yeah i'd have to retake it to see if my personality has changed since Mm -hmm. i was in middle high school Mm -hmm. uh okay so continuing with jeff daniels he was offered the lead role of roger by disney as compensation because he previously turned down judge reinhold's part of dr neil miller in the santa claus so that he could make dumb and dumber instead did not know that so that was a good choice though yeah, I mean, I liked the way it turned out, um, but, you know, he saw how popular the Santa Claus was, and he was just like, God dang it. And then he, <laughs> but Dumb and Dumber was just as popular. I know, yeah. it's not like he and didn't he got, get like, a second it. smart choice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not like he wasn't, you know, yeah. a well-known actor at that point because mm-hmm. of that movie, but yeah. I just thought that was fun, that they were like, yeah, you can come back. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, when Pongo is broadcasting news to the London Doggy Telegraph... <laughs> The second star on the right, you know, where Neverland uh-huh. can be found by Peter Pan is next to Big Ben. Oh, so Disney tie-in right there. Mm-hmm. Love it. This this trivia I think is stupid, and I just wanted to throw it in here because I think people on IMDb are stupid. So Glenn <laughs> Close is allergic to tobacco, so she smoked herbal cigarettes on the movie set. I got news for you. 
and Dan probably knows more, you know, but my understanding is they don't smoke real cigarettes on movie sets. They're always herbal cigarettes. Like they make them. They don't like just pump people full of nicotine on sets. So I don't think that matters. Yeah, uh, I mean, I've never paid anyway. attention to that, but I would assume so. Yeah, that's I mean, my okay. understanding. Sets that I've worked on were like very young, like, you know, just makeshift stuff. So, I mean, the stuff that I did when I was in college, well, yeah, I only had that option. Right, so. exactly. Yeah. But when you're on like a big movie set, <laughs> they don't set, probably. Yeah. yeah, they don't do that. They don't just like give people tobacco on yeah. sets. I wonder if they did back in like the 20s and 30s and stuff. Well, that's a different story. Let's not even get into, yeah, old Hollywood. Yeah, that's a different story. Old Hollywood was like, cancer? What's that? Hell, cigarettes don't cause that. It's It's fine. fine. You guys are great. Just smoke 100 of them. Doctors recommend them. Yeah, doctors smoke while they check you out. You know, that's exactly. Don't worry about it. Gosh. Have some of this poison for your health, kiddo. All right. And we wonder how Gen X came out the way they did. Yeah. Very true. Mm, very true. Uh, okay, so continue with Glenn Close. Um, so she actually insisted that she performed the fall into the vat of molasses and not use a stun double. <laughs> yeah. I, I would. Uh, no, no. I mean, yeah, it's just that's sticky. It's gross. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Ugh. No. But I get it. Ugh. Uh, there's a hidden Mickey in the scene where Anita realizes that Corilla has taken the puppies. There's a statue behind her of Mickey Mouse that's kind of out of focus on the dresser. Okay. And on top of one of the computer screens in Roger's office is a plush figment from Journey into the Imagination at Epcot. So cool. There's another little time. I think, okay, I can see that now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I knew Ashley, I knew you'd love this one. Last yeah. trivia. No, I knew this. <laughs> Jock from Lady and the Tramp helps the puppies. Yeah. So, yeah, there's oh, another. They brought okay. somebody else into the live action, too. Mm-hmm. I love Jock. I know. So he's it's okay. like, I know I have to put this in here. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I love 101 Dalmatians. Mm-hmm. So anything with dogs in Disney, other than, you know, Fox and the Hound. As we um, talked about, yes. Mm-hmm. I, it just, it's, it's cute. It's, you have a bunch of dogs just yeah. running around and they end up with like a hundred puppies. And I'm like, well, number one, mm-hmm. who I, I've heard people talk about this, or maybe you and I talked about this when we talked about 101 Dalmatians, but I want to, I'm like, how are they going to afford the vet bills? The There's food, a lot of them. There's a lot. The, the, that's a lot of poop to pick up. Mm-hmm. That's, um, um, it is very unrealistic to have this many dogs. Oh, there's a meme. There's a meme that says Disney gave me unrealistic expectations of how many dogs I should own or I yeah. can own. That's, That's fair. That's 100%. fair. That's yes. fair. Cause I wanted this many dogs when I was younger. I'm like, I'm going to have a whole farm full of dogs. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's dogs and horses. I was going to have all these animals. And then as I got older, I realized I'm like, that's a lot of money. You got to spend a lot. I can't do to it. To keep them alive. Yeah. It's a bit much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Um, I did read somewhere, too, that when Glenn Close first was reading the movie, she was like, Cruella is not mean enough. She's not scary enough. So she kind of wanted to pump it up. You know? Well, Cruella is a scary person. So why would they not make her scary in the script? I don't know. Because it's yeah. a G movie. You know, like, whatever. Disney. Wanted to make it more appealing to kids. Yeah. But she was actually, she wanted to bring lines in from the original cartoon to I'm try to make it more intense. And I was yeah. like, oh, good job. 
Yeah. Well, I'm glad they did. Yeah, there were a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I liked the way she played Corella. I thought it was good. It was cartoony, mm-hmm. but still, you know, grounded in reality. It was mm-hmm. well done, yeah. I think. Yeah. And Especially like, like for that time period, I could picture you having like a boss in fashion that acts exactly like that. Psychotic. Yes. Psychotic, like mm-hmm. brilliant, but also you don't trust her at all. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Devil Wears Prada. Mm. Yeah. Meryl Streep. Like, mm-hmm. I think Meryl Streep. So, my problem is Glenn Close and Meryl Streep, in my head, get intertwined. Right. And inter- I can understand both that. have that just air about them. Because mm-hmm. either of them could play this role. I could really see Meryl as Cru- Cruella. Mm-hmm. And I could have seen Glenn Close as playing What's Her Face in, in Devil Wears Prada. Mm-hmm. Um, but they just have this, like, air about them. Yes. Yes. They're amazing, but they're also crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. poise and brilliance and psychosis. Mm-hmm. Yep, one hundred percent. Yeah. And then, like, if you pair this with like Cruella, which is Emma, Emma, um, yeah. Emma Stone, yeah. not Emma Watson. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. I, I do that too. I get them mixed up too all the time. <laughs> I know. I always have to pause. No, Emma Roberts. No, Emma. What Emma? There's so talking many about? Emmas. <laughs> There's so too many. <laughs> There's too many Emmas. And you pair this with like how she portrayed it based off of Glenn Close. And it's just like, it's all, it's all so good. Yeah. I love it. Yes. Yeah. Emma was a great gorilla, like a great young gorilla. Really. So good. So good. Yes. I need to watch that. I haven't watched it in a while. I know. I almost just turned that on instead. And then I was like, no, I want to make sure I'm like fresh on what I'm talking about. Yeah. (laughs) Oh. But yeah, no, I just it, I, just Disney with Dar, it, like Disney with Dalma- the 101 Dalmatian movies. It's just one of those classics that you're like, as well, it, it, it's hard to do it wrong. It's mm-hmm. hard to do it wrong. Mm-hmm. There are certain classic movies that it's it would be very difficult to do wrongly. And I feel mm-hmm. like this is one of them. Mm-hmm. Not that they haven't done things wrong. Let's be mm. let's let's get that out there. There have been things yeah. where like. You did Why? that wrong, but mm. it was, it's just good. It's just yeah. really good. It's fun. It's a, it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can we just go back to the 90s? Like, I feel like that was, I miss the 90s. <laughs> like, not the clothes. I don't care about the clothes. I just, I miss, I miss media in the 90s. Do yourself a favor then, slightly off topic, but if you're on Instagram, follow Tara.town. And thank me Era, later. Like T A R A? T A R A dot town. Okay. I'm going to go and, find it now or I'll forget. Yeah. You're welcome. Tara dot town. Yep. Not the word dot, but I mean like Tara period and then town. But that's what I figured you meant. Okay. Yeah. Tara dot town. Nostalgic mm. nerd. Boom. If you want 90s nostalgia, you're going to get lost in that. And follow. There you go. Ooh. I love nostalgic things. Mm-hmm. I have a couple of people on TikTok that I follow that do nostalgic things. Mm-hmm. It makes me, me too. Happy. I know. I always stop there's, and watch it. Yeah, there's one girl she loves. She will like recreate outfits and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, I remember that. And oh, it's no. like, oh, why'd we do this? <laughs> and like, she uh. did a video of going to Target and like reacting to all the things she saw. We're like, why is this bad? I know. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. I'm just like, dumbfounded when i stand in there i'm like target why anxiety why why is this back 
<laughs> oh my gosh, I forgot about the armor, like the the eyewitness books. Are there any other topics Ooh. that you could read and learn about? Do you remember nope. the eyewitness books? Uh-huh. Uh. I forgot about those. That whole page is just, oh, I forgot about this, literally. It's, it, it's. Oh my goodness. Yep. You're going to get lost in that page. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to go through this and like listen to all her reels. And just watch uh-huh. everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Well, so on my, on my podcast, March and April is um, going to be nostalgic book month. So cool. I'm doing, um, no, it's just March. Cause I'm not doing, I don't. I haven't decided if I'm doing April yet. And I keep telling them that and be like, it'll depend on where I am in the wedding planning. <laughs> it will depend sure, on how stressed sure. I am. Um, mm-hmm. So, but at least March is going to be nostalgic book recommendations. So I'm doing like a kids nostalgic. I'm doing a teen nostalgic. I'm doing an adult or not adult, um, preteen, teen um, classics. Like I'm doing those four things and I'm mm-hmm. doing recommendations off my bookshelf. I already got them. Like, I know which ones I'm recommending, but I'm like going through them. I'm like, oh, I remember this book. Oh, I need to reread this book. Mm-hmm. I just, oh, I love it. Cause I miss it. They're just, they don't write them like they used to. Mm-hmm. All yeah. stupid. Um, I feel like a lot of books have gotten away from actual plot and all they want to put in is spicy nonsense. That is not a plot. Mm-hmm. I don't read a, a lot of young adults, so I wouldn't know, but the little that I have read, yeah, I can see it. Well, they have finally um, separated it, so they don't, they have young adult and they have new adult. So a lot uh-huh. of those spicy books, like Sarah J. Mass, like, don't get me wrong, I love Sarah J. Mass. Um, I'm, I, I love her first series that came out called Throne of Glass. It's, it's an assassin girl. She's amazing. Like, there's a little spice in it, but it's not overly crazy like her um, Court of Throne and Roses series. Uh, those are like new adult now. So anything that has too much spice for high schoolers have moved up to like a new adult class, which is good because it's getting quite ridiculous. Hmm. I feel like Fifty Shades of Grey started it all and I just want to punch them. Duck <laughs> mm. to punch them. Mm-mm. But... Yeah. I'm super excited. But anywho, but yeah. um, anything else about 101 Dalmatians? Uh, what did I say? I love the uh, after Roger falls in the lake, that one lady on the bench. I didn't think he wanted to do that. Oh, yeah, that does make me laugh. I totally like, forgot thanks. about it. And then I watched it. And I was like, it totally made me laugh. Yeah, think, lady. <laughs> didn't look yeah. like he meant to do that. Yep. Yeah. He's flying through the air. Yeah. Yeah. I always, it, it's interesting how they made Roger a, uh, a video game designer as opposed right. to a jazz pianist in this one. Yeah. They updated it for the nineties. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's very much like update to the nineties kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That was kind of, kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which they did the opposite when they made Corilla. They went back to making him a musician. Mm-hmm. They did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Cause right at the end, mm-hmm. we get that classic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I always wonder. Like, I always look at remakes. But like, this could be a whole, honestly, if we ever want to do a whole whole episode on remakes, but like how remakes or movies like reflect the time period they're in. Because a mm-hmm. lot of the nineties, like live action remakes, there was a lot of like, let's take the comic or the cartoon or whatever and strip it down to his nuts and bolts and make it as realistic as we can, which is what we got with Hundred One Dalmatians. But now I feel like it's kind of the opposite. Like we try to make it as much like the comic or the 
right cartoon true like, to the the yeah. source mm-hmm. yeah it's like the 101 dalmatians was stripped down whereas Corella is a lot more you know like the i don't know it's interesting we mm-hmm. could do like in 2025 because this year's already shot right um, yeah yeah but in 2025 we could do a month of like more technical Mm-hmm. That would be talk. fun. Like, that yeah. would be fun. Yeah. Because then I could learn things because I don't know much about that field. Mm-hmm. And then, Dan, I know you have a plethora of knowledge, and Samantha also has knowledge from being married to Robbie. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be a really fun month to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I'm and, just that, like, I'm always interested in like what that says about a culture and a society as to where they yeah. are. Like, how we does their art reflect how we think? Mm-hmm. You know, that could be yeah. a. That, that could, could be, be an interesting mm-hmm. topic of discussion. Yeah. yeah. Maybe 2025, we do a little bit more different. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. honestly, we've gone, I mean, other than like the old live action stuff that they used to do that no one ever watches anymore, uh-huh. there's not really much more we're going to be able to do here soon. Mm-hmm. Like we have a couple cartoons like Wish and stuff, but. Got to catch up on. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel like we might need to pull away. We've done a lot of, we've done a lot of movies and TV shows. We haven't done parks a lot lately. Um, we haven't done anything else outside in the Disney realm outside of like movies and TV shows lately. So I feel mm-hmm. like we're going to have to, we need to 2025. We might need to, to do more of those types of topics where maybe we talk a little bit more technical and yeah. other things outside, I think would be good. Sure. If you ever do a parks episode, do like maybe uh first experiences with parks. Cause I don't go to the parks that often, but I do have a mm-hmm. lot of very vivid memories of like the first times I ever did. So. Episodes with you in it, so that would no. be really good in 2025 to do that. a re to redo like you know how we did all the parks at the very beginning mm-hmm. of the podcast. I yeah. think 2025 will be five years. Maybe on our five year anniversary, we need to revisit all the parks. Brilliant, because yeah, things have yeah. certainly changed. Because mm-hmm. Epcot should be fully open by that point. Should we'll see. Should we'll see. Yeah. Mom sent me some videos when they were down there this past January, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm so ready to go down. I'm mm-hmm. so ready. I mean, now that I, they're opening stuff at Epcot, it looks yes. so much better. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm ready for them just to be I'm done just, with it. I am ready to be back down in Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Florida misses you. Uh, I miss Florida. Mm-hmm. Again, if I was not about to be married. I would be trying to get it back down there. Uh-huh. Actually, I probably would have moved back down last year if I could find a job. True. We'll just blame Brett. It'll be fine. I know. I like to blame him for stuff. I think that's and I was fair. looking at Ohio. <laughs> Why? I want to get on to Florida. Let's go to Ohio. That is the opposite of Florida. Well, see, he's trying to move up in his career. And yeah, they don't have... The, the company he's with right now does not have any place in Florida. It's a Midwest company. Uh-huh. So it's Michigan, Indiana, Ohio, maybe Illinois. Uh-huh. Um, I was really hoping that he wouldn't move you moving up until like the Indianapolis one's open. I could move to Southern Indianapolis, like, like in a small town outside of Indy, like that uh-huh. would have been fine. But, and I, I'll be okay with moving to Ohio. I've told him this, if he's listening, I, I'll go to Ohio. We've talked about this, <laughs> but it's still like there's a part of me. There's like that part of me that I'm like, exactly. I want to go to Ohio. <laughs> I want to go south. <laughs> and one of the places he might be taking me in Ohio is more north. It's like right near the border of Michigan, <laughs> which is that is the opposite of south. I know. It is. There's definitely more snow. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'd be near Cedar Point. 
It'd be like within like an hour, less than an hour of Cedar Point. Sure. Not that works for me because I don't do roller coaster. I'm gonna say I don't know what you're doing in Cedar Point, but sure. You I have just, no idea. We'll just do the go water. there. Yeah, and you just go and walk around, I guess. I guess. I guess I could just fly to Florida more often because I'll be right next to Detroit. There you go. True. Airport. Yeah. Yep. It's apparently cheaper to fly out of Detroit. I was looking for the honeymoon and it's cheaper to fly out of Detroit than Indy. I'm like, are you flipping kidding me? It's ridiculous. Which we got to figure that out. Actually, I was looking at the prices. I'm like, oh, my gosh, it might be cheaper just to drive down. I know. I was looking at flight prices, too, and I have to talk to Robbie about it to get there. Yeah. Which I'm I thought Robbie like, said he wants to drive anyways. He did. And then he was like, oh, well, maybe we could fly. And I'm just like, could we commit to one? Just so I know what we're doing. So I got to see what he wants to do. But, you know, he's always all over the place. This is true. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you drive, you could get a hotel where you can keep the doggies and you could bring the doggies. Nah, they're going to stay here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Darn. That's been decided. They're not invited. Unfortunately. If my venue would let dogs in there, Belle was going to be in the wedding, but my venue doesn't let dogs in. Yeah, I assume. <laughs> Usually yeah. venues aren't too keen on dogs walking I in. brought Belle into PetSmart for the very first time. Mm-hmm. So a couple weeks ago, I forgot to get her dog food before I went and picked, or it was last Saturday, forgot to pick up her dog food before I picked her up from daycare. So I picked her up from daycare and then I realized I'm like, crap, she doesn't have any dog food and Mm -hmm. I have to get it tonight. I'm like, okay, we're going to try this because it's cold and you can't stay out in the car. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, this is going to be a disaster. This is going to be a disaster. She calmly stayed right next to me, walked through, didn't try to, didn't bark at anybody, didn't try to go jump on anybody. She sniffed some stuff and she tried to pick up a ball that was in a basket. And I said, no. And she stopped. Mm -hmm. Like. She was an angel. I'm like, who are you? What, That's what are so you funny. My dog. <laughs> I don't know if she was just scared because it was new. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, but it was it was entertaining to mm-hmm. say the least. So oh. I said, next time we got to get a toy, I'll take you with me since you were so good. And I'll let you pick a toy. A toys in front and I'll let you pick let which her one. choose the toy. And that's cute. Yeah. Because, you know, she's my child and it's mm-hmm. the only way to. I don't have any other thing to take care of at the moment other than Brett. And he's mm-hmm. a big boy. He can take care of himself. Exactly. Yeah. But we need to close this up. Yeah, I we guess we're done. Again. Yeah. Um, so, Pixie Nesters, we hope you enjoyed our dog month and our multiple rants off of the dog movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, next month is March. We will be diving into Marvel March. Uh, and then April is Back to the Future which is not Disney, yes. but we're super excited about. It's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Brett will probably be back on the podcast because, like, that's his favorite movies. Um, some of his favorite movies. And then, same, same. of course, May is Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So we got a lot coming yes. up. So we will see you next week for whatever Marvel episode we do. I don't know. Something. <laughs> Rock on. Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast featuring Dan. The show is written and produced by Ashley and Sammy, except for those manifestos, which are all written by Dan himself. Intro and audio editing by Sammy, logo created by Ashley. The show is produced as part of the Limitless Broadcasting Network. Make sure you check out all of our other shows and have a magical day.